0: Hello and welcome to episode 235 of the Casual Try Hard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. Hey, and we're recording audio this time. Ta-da! We did
1: it. Today, on today's episode of Two Old Guys Have Problems with Technology.
0: We found the soundboard on Discord, baby!
1: Yeah, we did find the soundboard, so So, get ready for some air horns.
0: Woo! (laughs) Woo! If you just wrecked your car, we apologize. <laughs> sorry, don't do that. And you, you thought if you thought you were uh, just cut off a, a dump truck. Um, we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. There we yeah, go. Okay, that's enough for now. <laughs> um, for now. Good news. <laughs> We only have the six base sounds for the soundboard. <laughs> uh, bad news is—that's is, also
1: bad news, though. <laughs> yeah,
0: bad news is it's only a 56 second YouTube video away <laughs> to put more sounds in the soundboard. So, oh, yeah. um, this week we had someone ask us about um, talking about color pairs, and mm-hmm. I think we thought about approaching this maybe with like the strengths of each color and then kind of branching off from there now uh we'll see how far we get
1: yeah i'm not 100 percent sure how to approach this topic um i don't want to just like list things about the colors because i don't think that's very good content um i would much rather have a conversation conversations are more fun anyway yeah um but it might be kind of hard to like converse about this kind of stuff so I'm interested to see how this episode goes. You guys can kind of treat this as a, a teaser or a tester. A tester yeah. more like it. So it, I want
0: some feedback. Yeah, if it doesn't go well, you can let us know at all of our social medias. Uh, yeah. Facebook, Discord, Twitter, all that stuff is in the, uh, in the uh, description. Also, if it goes well, use them too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Let us know. Um, like I said, or if you have any ideas about things you guys want to hear about like this episode or different ways for me to present this information to you guys um i know this is kind of i don't want to say like entry-level stuff but it's not uh it's kind of stuff that you accrue over the years and uh, some of our older players may already know all this stuff and it might be kind of boring for you but that's also why i want to have a conversation about it and not just list off the things that white does that's no fun um if you guys want to support the show before we get into all of that there's a couple ways you can do it the first is with our tcg player affiliate link casualtryhardcom slash tcg you can follow that link over to tcg player and anything you purchase once you're there after having followed that link doesn't matter how long you were there anything you buy um we will get a percentage of to help keep the show going keep our bills paid Hosting fees covered. Yada yada yada. Um if you want to support us more directly, you can do so at patreon.com slash casual tryhard mtg. Patrons get access to our show notes, so you get all of these show notes. You can let me know what you think about. Um gives you guys kind of a sneak peek about what the, the episode's gonna be about for that week. They usually come out on Wednesdays and then the episode comes out on Thursday. Um, Patrons also get access to our pre-show, where we talk about whatever, uh, video games, personal lives, magic, the show, it's kind of a grab bag and all over the place, but we record it just for our patrons. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, Patrons also get put on my mailing list when I have cool stuff to send out. I started getting them together over the weekend. I have to print the letter still and then get them in the mail. So coming up pretty soon, um, probably next weekend I will get them sent out. So if anybody is listening to this and wants in, you have probably until the end of the end of the current weekend and, uh, then you'll have to wait till next time, um, but, yeah, patreon.com slash mtg. If you guys think we do a good job and you want to chip in, feel like supporting the show, or if you just really like us and you want to give us money, chip in as much or as little as you want.
0: Help us out. Yeah. Thanks. All right. So... Your patrons are awesome, by the way. They are. Thank you very much. Yep. So... We're going to talk about... So I th- the original question that we have here is kind of like... um what do the color pairs do?
1: Yeah, they they were interested in, like, as far as deck building, like how to build decks of a certain color. And I think, or color pair. Um, and I think there's, like, way too many variables to just answer that question. Because uh-huh. it depends on what format you're playing in, what cards are legal, what the meta looks like. And then, like, even with all those questions answered, there's different ways to build decks. Like, when we did the here back in my day episode, we talked about all of the different flavors of Abzon, right? Mm-hmm. That was a standard environment with a small number of sets comparatively, and there were three different ways to build Abzon decks.
0: I mean, there were multiple, like, Jeskai decks. Yeah. Uh, huh, like, simpler time. I
1: mean, <laughs> But you, I mean, you can build a color pair as just about any color pair you can build as aggro combo control mid range. Um, there isn't a set way to build a color pair, which makes that question difficult to answer. So I thought the way we might go about this is to like, talk about strengths and weaknesses, like what colors do well, what colors struggle at, um, And then, once we get kind of an understanding of what the single colors do, we can kind of talk about mixing and matching and how that changes, strengthens, weakens.
0: Fair. Like, I think we mentioned, I mentioned in the pre show, like, a lot of times the point of playing two colors is Mm -hmm. you may have a color that is the main color of your deck Mm -hmm. and it has some sort of hole. Yeah. And then you use another color to supplement. That uh, or to to fill in that hole, yeah. And so, so understanding what they do well, what the colors do well, lets you know what holes you need to fill,
1: yeah. So, typically, like um, a deck like blue white control, you're going to be base blue for your counter magic and your draw spells, and then you're going to splash white for whatever win con and like rats to clean up the messes, right?
0: It's kind of like Blue is your card advantage and counter spells are your general answers out of that, and then white is your removal. Yep. Um and so or but then you can also have uh you know, you could be blue white flyers where you're mm-hmm. like an aggressive deck and like white also has cheap aggressive creatures. Right. Like you said, you can build like think about like just in pioneer there's blue white yep. control is like the third or fourth most popular deck in the format. And yep. then like the eighth or ninth most popular deck is blue white spirits. Yep. Could not Very be different decks. Yeah. Could not be two more different decks in like their game plan, but yep. they're the same color. Right. But I'll, you know, and like even the colors within those decks aren't doing exactly the same thing. Right. Blue blue's kind of doing the same thing, but for the most part they're like whites being very different in those two decks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think like kind of going over what you can expect to see out of each color and, you know, some of the, especially when we get to like, if when we, if we start talking about color pairs at some point in this whole, uh, series, uh, be prepared for some like legacy examples as like archetypes of oh, like, yeah. this is what these decks to do. Right. Or modern, or yeah, yeah.
1: We we will definitely have examples from older older formats. From, more, from
0: older formats, yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: so well, one more thing I want to clear up real quick is that um, a lot of these things that we're going to talk about are tied to. I'm going to call it color identity, but color identity means something else in today's age of Commander. Hmm. Um, they're thematically tied to the colors. I mean, that's
0: the the color pie, right? Where, like, each color is given certain strengths and weaknesses. Right, but
1: we're going to talk about those strengths and weaknesses mechanically, though. And where I'm going with this is that Rosewater, Morrow, Mm -hmm. um, has written multiple articles and recorded multiple podcasts about this from, like, the philosophical point of view or from, like, a Mm -hmm. I don't want to say Vorthos point of view, but like, we're both solidly spikes, right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about things like nuts and bolts. Um, We're not going to talk about, oh, white's the color of peace and of group think and of law and order and whatever. And like how the mechanics fit into that kind of stuff. Mm, Yeah. Um, Personally, I don't care a ton about that like I mean I'm sure you guys have heard me talk on the podcast before about how oh this thing doesn't feel very blue or this thing feels super white and like that's kind of what I mean about this other stuff how things like feel a certain color Um, if you're interested in that go look up some Amaro stuff he's he has written some really good articles about that
0: yeah we're coming at it more this is what the color does based on the cards we've been given, but we're yeah. not going to say why did we get given these cards. Right. What is the overarching thing about the color that says it's okay for these car for these cards to be here? It's right. more here's what we got, and what does that mean for the color in gameplay? Correct. Play. Okay. Yep. All right. So you wanted to start off with. Oh, I got,
1: I'm sorry. One, one more thing. Um, When I was going through making like the collecting the data for this, this show, next couple shows, whatever. um, One of the things that I noticed is that some of these things that are like for a color, you really only ever see in limited games Mm -hmm. and it rarely makes it to constructed play. So if you're using this, episode, series of episodes, whatever, as data for deck building, keep that in mind also that some of these strengths of colors that we're gonna talk about, um, don't really ever get fleshed out enough or powerfully enough to see constructed play.
0: Or or if they do, it's like very, very rarely. Yeah. Um but like on a long enough timeline, like there might be things that um yeah like things that like make it to that level because like there's definitely been some like red white like aggro garbage creatures mm-hmm. uh typically is not good enough but we've right. had pro tours where red white aggro garbage creatures have been like the final like yeah both both players are playing like a one mana 0-3 that becomes a three three if you have a certain number of permanents on the battlefield. Yeah. Right. And it's like, oh, that's awful. But and like, you know, the best draft has uh, heroic reinforcements like mm-hmm. a like draft uncommon that like somehow made the pro tour finals. So every <laughs> every so often those things bubble to the top. But typically you're right. There's a lot of like draft archetypes that don't get to make it to prime time. So but like the the strengths and weaknesses uh mm-hmm. Those always carry over. All right. So we're going to start with white. Mm -hmm. um, And you have here the creature type. So I think every color is associated with a handful or at least two, two or three like types of creatures. Yeah.
1: Um, Like realistically, there's more than that. Like types of creatures that are typically a certain color. But I think most of the time, um, there is one solid like small creature type, and then one solid big creature type okay. for each color. If that makes sense to yeah,
0: you, yeah, I can see and that. And
1: the only reason that I wanted to bring this up is because occasionally we get, you know, tribal decks that care about
0: things of the same tribe. Yeah have you have you have you seen the the new memo? Memo, we're not supposed to use tribe anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't care about that memo. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. We're we're old here. Okay, so yeah. uh we've got uh humans as like the small typically like one, two, three, maybe four mana yeah. uh creature in white, and then for the longest time, angels started at like four.
1: Right and over the and last few years, there. yeah,
0: over the last few years, they've kind of crept their way down. Well, we had a couple sets in pretty rapid succession
1: that had angels like as a theme of the set, mm-hmm. so
0: it kind of made sense to make some cheaper ones for those sets. Yeah. I don't know
1: if that's a trend they're going to continue going
0: forward or not. Yeah, K- Keldheim and then New Capenna, right. yep. yeah. But you've got a uh, oh gosh. The, the one three that gets bigger that was like, a like a dual intro deck? deck or something yeah, yeah. youthful Valkyrie, and yep. then Giada, yeah. I've I've been playing Green White Angels unranked just to like turn my brain off and yeah. Make, I mean there was also
1: goals. Resplendent Angel too was a three mana angel from like yeah. Core Nineteen or something
0: right. Yeah, Resplendent Angel and uh, Valkyrie, yeah yeah, but like the, yeah, there's like and I guess like. Core 19 also had an angel theme, which is where, where yeah. Splendid Angel and like Bishop of Wings is from. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but usually humans are like the small, or kind of the small, aggressive creature type. Yeah. And then angels are kind of the bigger creature type.
1: Yeah. And like for the most part, these are separated by rarity too, mm-hmm. other than like when we have a weird angels sub theme set but typically like the humans are going to be your commons and uncommons and then the angels are going to be your rares and mythics
0: yeah um so what does white do well what are white strengths when you think of white cards what do you think white is doing
1: um one of i mean it doesn't really hold up super true anymore Um, But one of the things that used to kind of define the colors was like all of the cycles from Alpha. Mm -hmm. So you had the, what were they, the boons or whatever, Mm -hmm. which is like Healing Solve, Dark Ritual, Lightning Bolt, Ancestral Recall for some reason. (laughs) Giant growth. (laughs) Giant growth. Um,
0: So so the boon cycle, if you don't know, it was all one colored mana mm -hmm. for three of something. Right. So, healing salve was one colored one white for gain 3 life or prevent 3 damage. Yep, which seems <laughs> a real well, banger. <laughs> seems less powerful than one mana draw three cards, but yeah. Hey, also they, less
1: powerful than one mana get three mana
0: <laughs> or one th- mana deal three damage. Yeah. Clearly the worst, but they were trying.
1: Yep. Um, so, but like we can look at those cycles to kind of get a sense for things that white does Mm -hmm. um so one of the things that white does is damage prevention and life gain so we have things like healing solve from that boon cycle um white tends to have a lot of lifelink creatures so when you deal damage you gain life um it also deals a lot with protection um protection. It used to be protection from colors, but they don't really do that too much anymore. Um, like, there was a whole white cycle in, like, the early Magic alphabet Unlimited Revised that was wards where it was uh. and if you've listened to the Resleevables, Patrick
0: will go on and on and on about the white ward, right? <laughs> yeah, the white ward actually doesn't work. Yeah. Because protection, oh gosh, there's an acronym. I forget what the acronym is. But one of them is like can't be enchanted. Right. And uh well, White Ward says has protection from white, which would make White Ward fall off. Right. <laughs> I think they in later sets they like redid it to like this does not cause White Ward to fall off. Yeah. Do you remember it was like from M fifteen, was it Prismatic Ward? It was like Prismatic five, Ward, yeah. Five mana protection from all colours. This protection does not cause prismatic ward to fall off. Yeah. It's like excellent, very smooth fix for that.
1: Yeah. Um, Nowadays, we don't really get protection from colors too much, but we had a, wasn't there a card in Midnight Hunt that was like protection from werewolves or protection from humans? Well,
0: yeah, we also have Skrelv, right? Skrelv is like hexproof from a color. Yep. And can't be blocked by that color. Yep. So like where protection is really good is like you can block something forever. Right. Right, or then or it can't be blocked. So like Scrove is like well you can't target it and you can't block it, but I can't it doesn't work as well defensively in combat yeah, as it's protection not did. Brick wall. So yeah, so like White often has also incidental life gain, mm-hmm. like it is typically the color that like something happens, you gain a life. this enters the battlefield when a creature enters a
1: battlefield you gain a life, yep,
0: yeah, so it is the like life gain color,
1: mm-hmm. yep, more so than anything um, else you mentioned Skrelv, but also things like Mother of runes, giver of runes, mm-hmm. um are very much white's wheeled house where you're protecting your creatures. Yeah, In me, that case, with protection, but... Yeah,
0: many, 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 many years ago, uh, when wizards designed more on-the-battlefield tricks, mm-hmm. they would have, like, was it Semite Healer and the like? It was, like, tap, prevent one damage. Yeah. Uh, so it was, like, it would just, like, make combat brutal. Like, your 4-2 four, four, your four, two would attack their 2-2, two, their two, two, and they'd, like, tap a couple things, and your thing would die, and theirs wouldn't. Yeah, and you're like, but what what happened? And he's like, well, you see, this guy prevented the damage, and this guy prevented the damage, and this guy prevented the damage, and they were all yeah. on board, but just terrible to track, and so sorry. <laughs> or yep. again, really really old the circles of protection. Yes, I forgot okay. all about
1: the the COPS.
0: Yeah, so again for the uh, for the for the Zoomers uh, in the chat. Mm-hmm. Um, so if Circles of Protection were an enchantment that were like pay a colorless, prevent one damage from a source of your choice, or was it prevent all damage from prevent,
1: source? No, it's prevent the next the, the next... next one damage.
0: Okay. I think they're the next. You had to do it like proactively. Let's see here. Circle of Protection. Google, hit me. There you go. Here's the original Circle of Protection black. Prevent all damage against you from one black source. If a source does damage right. to you more than once a turn, you may pay one mana each time you want to prevent this damage. Is the like original ward wording? Yeah. So it's of a of a source. So like it, you could just so, like an instance of damage. Yeah. Fall get two two. Yeah. So. Yeah, but that was like kind of White's wheelhouse was particularly like on board tricks for a while. Yep. And now we've moved more to life link and life gain and some form of protection.
1: Yeah. So there's also one more form of like damage prevention or protection or whatever. Um, and like, I, I kind of had to make a place for this to fit. So mm-hmm. it may not a hundred percent be in this category, But it is a thing that White likes to do, and that's blink stuff, Mm -hmm. like exile it, have it re-enter the battlefield. Um, And that can be, you know, a way to protect your creature or whatever.
0: Yes. So it's... um... Um,
1: I I do have a question for you, though. It's information that I neglected to look up that I just thought about. Okay. um, But kind of ties into, like, the overarching theme here about, you know colors that complement each other and colors that fill holes for each other or whatever. The other color that does blinking is blue. Mm -hmm. Um, One of them is typically exile and then immediately return. And then the other one is exile and return at the end of the turn. Do you remember which one's which?
0: So like Ephemerate, Resto Angel are immediately. Okay. Um, but then, like, go- I think Ghostly Flicker is also immediately, right? Yeah, maybe. It feels like it changes, like, depending on what else is around it in the environment, because there's definitely, like... oh, maybe that's true. Like, there's definitely white things that, like... Like, Flicker Wisp has come back at the end of turn. Yeah. and But then you've got, like uh, wisp weaver angel is like immediately. Yeah. Uh, Felt our guardian was immediately. A lot of guardian was it? So we've mentioned about like the blue ones. I don't know. Cause like, I feel like Teferi's time twist is right away. I feel okay. like ghostly flicker is why right, right away.
1: Well, maybe you're right. Then maybe it just is, uh, like what's surrounding it mechanically that determines whether it's right away or at the end of the turn.
0: Yeah. Cause like the more busted version is immediately. Right, that's when you can get like infinite loops going. Because, mm-hmm. um, but then there's like oh gosh. Is Charming Prince at the end of turn? Uh yes it is. So like yeah, I think it just kinda goes back and forth, like, oh hey, this might be busted if it just comes right back. Yeah. Or there's like a card in the card file that like, oh, if we put these together, like that'll be bad, or there's a card in standard. Yeah. Then they change it up.
1: Make it so it doesn't work the way you want it to. Yeah.
0: Exactly. I mean, there's also like they got burnt by Thragtusk. Yeah. And resto so I can see them being more careful. Yeah. So then we have um total protection.
1: Yeah, like what we were just talking about is like protecting a specific thing, like giving a creature protection from a color, giving you protection from a source. Um, the next thing that white does is kind of protect everything. Um, and it can do it in a couple of different ways. Uh, white has access to fog effects. Um, not as many as green, but there are quite a few white, like prevent all combat damage. The one that like popped into my head was Holy Day, which is just like color shifted fog. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also things like Teferi's protection, where you just like phase you and yeah, all of your stuff out is like another very white thing, a very, uh, you know, protect you and all of your things. And we, I know like the ring or the one ring is kind of like this, but also colorless. And that's <laughs> like a whole, whole nother conversation. But wasn't there another like Teferi's protection type thing that we just got recently? Or did I make that up? I have it's so all, hard to keep all these supplemental products straight. I
0: have all of the prevent all damage cards up, yeah. Um, in white, like, is there one it's where like, like you phase out as well?
1: Um, it was it was worded
0: differently, but it was like the same effect basically. Um, I don't. I don't see it, but I also don't know what I'm okay. looking for. Yeah, so I'm That's not right. sure.
1: Um, like white also gets access to like you can't lose the game as a way of protection. Mm-hmm. Um, like getting into the trials or that equipment horse thing. Oh from... gosh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, I like lost some limited games too. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Like as long as it's equipped it like it turns your thing into a platinum angel. Yeah. Uh yeah. And then like the other way White can protect
1: your stuff is through anthems. Mm-hmm. Um and this kind of rolls into the next one. Um so I'm gonna mention the next one and then quick go back to anthems and then we'll talk about it. Um but white is really good at like white weenie strategies, lots of really small creatures. We talked about them having lots and lots of humans running around all the time, and when you can buff the team all at once, um, not only does it make the team stronger, but you can use it defensively as well. If all of your two twos become three threes, then they now all have protection from two twos.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're able. They're able to more effectively block and keep you alive. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um,
1: and then white also gets like a. Inspire charge like one shot anthems.
0: Hmm. Yeah, inspire charges the uh, is the main one. Yeah. When you're sorting all of your bulk, you realize how many times they have print inspired charge. It's a lot. It is, regardless of the plane, regardless yep. of the people. Always they... charges that want to be inspired. Oh yeah, they always want to like toot a horn and like get hype, just That's for right. like one one big push. Yep. Uh. Yeah. Oh, we tooted that horn, baby. <laughs> we tooted the horn. Uh, Someone's like, "Ah, ah!" Swerving across the road. Um, I mean, we could do it the other horn if you want. Oh, for for when they for when they crash. No. <laughs> sorry about sorry about being in the ditch. Um, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, so like, white gets to like, like on one hand, like. It is different than a a lot of colors, and this is one of the problems with white, where it is one of the more bifurcated colors in that it's got all of this stuff that's about keeping you alive, Mm -hmm. and then typically the most spiky, competitive thing for you to do is be low to the ground, beat down with, like, anthems and little creatures.
1: Yeah, So Uh, and... Like, that's kind of what I was alluding to in our little pre-this blurb, is uh, especially this. Like, a lot of this stuff doesn't show up in Constructed. Like, you mentioned Samite Healer. Like, Samite Healer, even back in the day, was not a Constructed, playable magic card. It was only for limited games.
0: But there's, ton like, with a lot of other colors, like, there is kind of a more cohesive, like, put together like color identity but this is like different in that it's like hey don't attack just gain life and maybe good things will happen if you just hang around long enough or have some payoffs for gaining life but hey some of your best creatures just like are 3 mana beat down Mm -hmm. 2 mana beat down things so like A third or half of your rares just don't fit together, ever.
1: Well, I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense, though, because look at, I mean, we mentioned White Weenie as, like, Mm -hmm. the kind of de facto white deck, right? But what's the other de facto white deck?
0: Oh, like, Mono White, like, Prison... uh... Well, I
1: was going to say Soul Sisters.
0: Oh, yeah, Soul Sisters. And that's
1: exactly what you were describing, is, like, that is the union of small, stupid, little, piddly, you know, I'll I'll say aggro, like, beatdown creatures coupled with the life gain, where, like, you get paid off for all that life you're gaining.
0: Yeah, see, I was was thinking, like, Solemnity Nine Lives. Like, Nine Lives just keeps you... Oh, yeah. Remember those old mono-white prison decks that had uh, yeah. periphery nodes yep. and stuff? Yeah. Oh, periphery nodes, yeah. Periphery nodes,
1: yeah. 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 Um, uh, I mean, I don't know how much more you have to say about white weenies, but that's a pretty good segue into the next, uh, the next topic here.
0: Yeah, so the other thing white does well is makes the game difficult to play. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's, what, a, that's
1: a good way of putting it.
0: So we refer to it as like taxing or you also have like balancing, but white has a lot of cards that change the rules of engagement. Yeah. So, you know, again, from, from the super top down approach, like white is the like law color. Mm-hmm. And so they have a bunch of creatures that change the rules. like Or enforce the laws. Yes. Make crappy yeah. loss. Uh, so, there are taxing effects. So, things that make you pay extra mana for spells. So, like uh, Thalia Guardian of Thraben, or yep. uh, maybe penalize you for playing uh, non basic lands like Thalia Heretic Cathar. Yep. Right, all things Thalia here. Um, yeah, well, I
1: mean, we also had Redain right? She penalized you for playing Snowlands.
0: Mm hmm. And uh, we have Cat Jesus, Leon, and Arbiter. Yep. Uh penalizes you for searching your deck. You have to pay two mana to search. Yep. Um then you have Avid Mind Sensor that's like you only get to search the top five cards of your deck. I hope your thing's in there. Yep. Um gosh, what was what's the other one? Ghostly prisons, you have to prison you have to pay extra to attack. Mm-hmm. Esper and Sentinel, then, you have to pay yep. extra to cast your spells or I get to draw a card. Yep. And then smothering tithe, I get mana unless you pay. Right. Right. So, so they ju- all things restricting your harder. opponent's mana. Yeah.
1: yeah. It, making it di- more difficult to play the game.
0: And we didn't even mention like the deafening silence type cards that restrict the number of card, number of spells you can oh, pay- yeah. play. Deafening I silence. All about those. Oh, what was the the oh gosh, the artifact I mean, creature.
1: Um
0: the one in the white two two, um, that you can only play one non artifact spell each turn. Oh shit. The sworn canonist, the there we go. Yep. Um Spirit I mean, of the Labyrinth, what... you can only yep. draw Spirit one card.
1: And was it Strict Proctor's the one that like taxes ETB effects?
0: Mm-hmm. And then uh oh, it Eidlon of Rhetoric? You mm-hmm. can like limit the number of spells you can cast. Yep. So like White has all of these cards in this little area of hey, you can't do that.
1: Well, you you mentioned it, but we didn't actually talk about the card like White also gets silence.
0: Oh yeah. And uh Grand Abolisher? Yep. You can only cast spell, you can't cast, your opponent can't cast spells on your turn. Yep. Right? I mean that is the uh the bounce and draw card part of Teferi was blue. <laughs> the you can you have to play Hearthstone part of Teferi was white. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So white like and there's enough of these effects that like there is death and taxes in right. Legacy that is just kind of the best versions of these effects all kind of like put together in one deck.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's super viable anymore. But I mean, modern used to have hate bears, which was basically modern death in Texas. That mm-hmm.
0: was like built on the back of lean and arbiter and like a ghost quarter. Like, haha, you can't get another land, right? Um, so yeah, it's a, it is a very different archetype than the like white weenie aggressive stuff. Because white weenie aggressive, you kind of just care about the power number. And like right. how the creatures like fit together to make things, make themselves yeah, it's, bigger.
1: It's it's all about like your curve. Mm-hmm. You're we're, playing an aggro deck. You want a one drop, two drop, three drop. Yeah, where
0: death and taxes. It's um, it's slowly tightening the like the the putting the squeeze on your opponent's resources. Yeah, making it harder for your opponent to play the game. And then eventually. You know, your, like, motley crew of, like, 2 one first first strikers and two twos uh get to win you the game because right. you've made it so your opponent can't do yeah. what, they're, what they're trying to do.
1: Yeah. I mean, one way to look at it is that you're using all your text creatures to bring your opponent down to your level.
0: Yes. the am uh, playing flip side bad of magic that. cards. You yeah. two must play bad magic cards. <laughs> Brainstorm is bad if it costs 2 mana. That's now right. you have to play. Now you have to play bad brainstorm.
1: Yep. The uh, the flip side of that, bringing your opponent down to your level, is bringing you up to your opponent's level, uh, which is also something that white can do. Um, over the years, we've had a bunch of cards with kind of this effect, where like um, land tax. If an opponent controls more lands for you, you get to go get more land. Or uh, was it Knight of the White Orchid? Was the mm-hmm like two drop that did the same thing. You had to put and you get then, to put that
0: one on the play in the play. Yeah. That was just yep. ramp.
1: And then we had um timely reinforcements. Mm-hmm. If your opponent had more life, you get to gain some life. If your opponent had more creatures, you get to
0: And the the, the modern version is Sunset Revelry. Yeah, yep. Um in the same uh, neighborhood as Land Tax, you had Tithe. Mhm. The Visions card. Yep. Uh, Like, it was a one time effect where, like, land taxed it at every turn. Right. And then to try to make everything even, you had, like, balance. Yeah. But we've also had, like, Cataclysmic Gearhulk Cataclysm, where you, like, where you kind of, like, sweep away certain numbers of permanents, or, like, you get to choose what your opponent's left with. Like, you don't get everything, but you get to Mm -hmm. get like your choice of things. Yeah. And be like, okay, this is a thing I want you to keep.
1: Yeah. Would we have was it single combat? Oh yeah. What's we're like everything where, but like...
0: one creature. Yeah. You know, you just left with one creature on each side. Yep. And like the hope was like you had your a five five and they had a two two. Yeah. And you just got to win. Yep. It literally worked zero percent of the time. But <laughs> It yeah, was, was not a good card. was not good. Um, They have artifacts and enchantments. And white, again, kind of like with the I'm going to be slow and dirty and gain life and I'm mm-hmm. going to be aggro, white kind of has both sides of the artifact enchantment coin.
1: Yeah, it they is, get to do basically whatever they want with
0: them. It is the best color at removing artifacts and enchantments. Mm-hmm. So again going back to alpha disenchant one of the white instant destroy an artifact or enchantment uh and then you have the other side of that which is hey we play really nicely with artifacts and enchantments
1: yeah all sorts of different synergies um white has tutors for artifacts and enchantments Mm -hmm. so you can put together your combo or your synergy pieces or whatever um there is an artifact tutor, isn't there?
0: In white, I mean, there's idyllic tutor. No, not That's idyllic tutor. Uh, I was gonna say idyllic is for enchantments. I meant enlightened tutor, which is artifacts oh, yeah, and yeah. enchantments. I don't know yeah. if there's just a straight, like artifact one.
1: I mean, stone forge, right? Stone
0: forge, yeah. Um, and then there's well Oswald Fiddlebender you have on here. He like throws yeah. away an artifact to get you one like one bigger. Uh and then Bomberman guy. Leonin or, Nope, or Oriok Salvagers.
1: That's it. Yeah I, I write set wrong name. <laughs> I, I went and looked it up.
0: Yeah. It was either yeah. an Oriok or Leonin from that from Dark Steel or whatever. Yeah. And then like Tempered Steel, which is a an anthem specifically for uh Artifact creatures. artifacts. It makes them plus two plus mm-hmm. two. Yep. Big big Big, big. So this is again like they get to do both, and this is we didn't mention it before, but like with like yeah, you did. With blink, blue mm-hmm. also gets to do this. Blue is also the other artifact color. Right. So like they blue and white pair up really well for artifact synergies.
1: Less enchantments though, right? Less blue doesn't have an enchantment tutor.
0: Not really. Blue like blue has tons of artifact tutors, but no yeah. enchantment tutors. And, and there's blue... not.
1: I mean, we'll talk about blue when we yeah. get to blue, but
0: but like, there's not there's not another color that has like a really strong enchantment theme, right? Sometimes uh, green, green, yeah. But like, green's also weird because green gets to like blow up, like destroy all enchantments for like two mana, but then yeah. also Eylon of Blossoms, good enough to be in your next <laughs> Explorer Anthologies, right? And it's like, okay, the, the like you gave us back to nature. Yeah. In in an mythology not too long ago, and then you're like, here's a creature you can sweep up with that. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, the,
1: I mean, that's kind of an interesting point though that I guess we should highlight here. I know I've talked about it on the show before. Um, but this is one of the things that we look at when we do like a set review when new cards get spoiled or new cards get added to a format is one of the things that we look for is cards of a color that don't normally get to do a thing. And this mm-hmm. is exactly the kind of stuff we're talking about. Like, if white normally one, actually the only thing I could think of that white can't do is draw cards. If white gets a card that lets you draw cards you need to pay attention to that because that's not something white's
0: allowed to do. I mean that's why Esper Sentinel's like $25. Right. And that's why like Rafine's Informant like, sees right. tons of play because it is the only white looter right um yeah so like things that kind of maybe don't like full on break the color pie but but might like kind of break the normal like identity for that color or yeah. it might just be like right on that right on that line right on the fringe where it's yeah. like oh hey we've not had a card that has ever done this before
1: yeah i mean if white next set gets a light ritual then look out <laughs>
0: One mana, add white, white. Yeah. gain two life. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um. So then we have like preventing combat damage. It, like, well, just combat in general. Preventing like, combat, yeah.
1: Yeah, white is pretty good about like not letting combat happen. hmm Um, cards like pacifism, like there's always a random pacifism like card in a set that like. Enchants a creature and can't attack block or use abilities whatever really good at preventing combat because you tag their big thing and then they don't have good attacks anymore Mm -hmm. um same kind of deal but white gets o-ring effects where you exile it's an enchantment that you exile a thing until the enchantment leaves the battlefield Mm -hmm. um kind of the same vein as pacifism but does it in a different way good at preventing combat and then we could have talked about this earlier also um, where and we talked total ab- protection. about. protection. Yeah, total protection. But white gets, it's like the best color for Wraths. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Wrath of God destroys all creatures that can't be regenerated. Um,
0: white always seems to have the most efficient or best Wraths. Um So one thing that, like, pacifisms and, like, uh, Oblivion Ring and, uh, oh, gosh, Banishing Light type things have in common is white has a lot of more fragile removal. Yeah. Where, like, black and red, it just goes away. But white has the, this is gone until something bad happens to my thing. So they have it on creatures. They have it on enchantments. Yeah. where they're able to kind of take something away temporarily. temporarily, yeah. but like there's always this tension of like, oh, man, what if my do I want to attack with my uh, Brutal Cathar? Because if it dies, the thing comes back. Right. Uh, or, you know, I hope they don't draw their back to nature disenchant type effect before the end of this game, because then my pacifism goes away. Right. And then the five fives back, so they have yeah. always have this like temporary fragile removal, a lot yeah. of times,
1: and especially with things like bring to light and oblivion ring, um, it's kind of notable that they exile, mm-hmm. because that also kind of plays into what 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 white does with blinking, exile, and bring it back, mm-hmm. and also. The uh, like actual removal that White gets tends to exile as well. Yes. So it, like sorts to plowshares shares and uh path, path to exile.
0: exile. Yeah. So um what i was gonna say is like it also again puts more tension on that removal where like yeah. if you banishing light a siege rhino, mm-hmm. right? If that banishing light goes away, oh, you yeah you get, get drain light, again. you get lightning helix again. Or like yeah. ley line binding, right? Like we've all like ley line binding something, and then our opponent has ley line binding, our ley line binding, and then they've yeah. gotten their omnath trigger again. Yeah, it
1: reminds me of the PK video, Brutal Cathar. <laughs> Do you remember that one? No, I don't remember this one. Uh I'll have to put a I'll have to put a link in Discord. Okay. It's just like Brutal Cathar chains. Oh brutal, I think I remember the this Brutal one.
0: Cathar. Where, like, he, like, does it and there's, like, four brutal cathars that go off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, like, just as, like, they get, like, kill everything or kill something and hope nothing bad happens to the, like, tenuous hold you have on it. Right. All right. Like, using combat to its advantage. So, this is typically the realm of limited... But like you have tappers, mm-hmm. so creatures that hopefully for one mana, uh, when they cost more than one mana, they're bad, but hopefully right. for one mana, tap a creature, so you just don't let it attack.
1: Yeah, I mean, White also gets the uh, generic 2-3 three for 3 that taps something when it attacks. Mm-hmm. Like the aggressive
0: version of it, or the more yeah. aggressive version, where yeah. like you have to rumble, but you're going to tap something when you do. Yeah. Uh, and then there's all of the deal X damage to target attacking creature or target tapped creature, or like destroy mm-hmm. target tapped creature or attacking creature, where like yeah. it is they kind of can, you know, they may take a hit and then kill the thing. Yeah. Or like you have to like open yourself up to some sort of like trick. Be like, oh, it's attacking. I have to use my, what is it, Gideon's Reproach. Yep. But they could have a trick to, like, blow me out. hmm Again, more of, like, a limited thing. But you have Seal Away saw a ton of play. It did. That was, like, exile target tapped creature yep. until Seal Away left. So it kind of combined so, the last two.
1: Yeah. There is one more card that I kind of want to throw in here and go off on a small little tangent on. Okay. And that's a ganjo mm-hmm the white land from uh kamagawa mm-hmm. it we call it the white land technically it's colorless um you could play it in any colored deck um but it makes white mana and has a white activation cost but it does this as well um mm-hmm. uh, you know it was it four damage to an attacking or blocking creature yeah um The quick tangent I want to go on is not so much for the like dual lands, lands that are meant to fix your mana, Mm -hmm. more so for utility lands, lands that produce mana of a single color, but like also have some sort of effect. They tend to follow the same rules as that color has, even though they could technically be in any deck, like you could play a Bog in a deck of any color. If you really wanted access to that ETB Exile of Graveyard,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, even though it's a black. Producing land. You know, yeah, what would otherwise be a black card, um, you can play it in any deck. So.
0: I, I think that, like, the. Remember the, like, Legacy, Naya, like, uh, Knight of the Reliquary, uh, Renin six decks from, like, I mm-hmm. three or four years ago now? Like, they were in a black deck, but they had a Pajuca in them, right? Because you could just crop rotation for it, or you could. I mean, yeah. I I played. Uh, I mean, that's
1: basically what Legacy lands does. Yeah,
0: I mean, I had uh, a a Sejiri step in my green black deck and a Caracas. They both produce yep. white mana, but they have an effect when they come into play that is yep. very good. Yes. <laughs> so you're like, I it's need some what of what you're that. looking for. Yep. I need some of that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah but i also think that like by and large like does white kind of get the best utility lands or like just the ones i'm thinking of like
1: i mean they they typically get some bangers they got uh
0: caracas aganjo like uh uh flagstones the white castle was really the, good the white oh, castle yeah, flagstones yeah uh and both castles uh, castle ardenvale and aganjo whatever yeah. is it and then there's like the old Aganjo that is kinda like, eh, whatever. But like I feel yeah. like White has like some of the best creature lands and mm-hmm. you know, like I know Celestial yeah. Colonnade is blue white. Oh
1: uh, watchtower or whatever wasn't very good. Oh
0: yeah, that is <laughs> that one's really bad. Fair, fair.
1: But White had the best like the first utility land white had the best
0: one of, right? Caracas, right? Is that the first? Is that the first set? Okay,
1: yeah, you're you're right. The first one. I I meant the one from Alliances, the Keldoran outpost. Oh yeah,
0: Keldoran outpost. Yeah, it had the the, yeah. the first the best first two. Oh, I guess
1: that I guess that wasn't the best one.
0: What's better? Like uh, like like. I think for its time, outpost was probably better. Yeah. Right. So there's if you like look back at Magic's history, uh, dear listener, right. Wrath of God, Counterspell, Swords to Plowshares are all pretty much legacy playable 30 years into the game.
1: Right. Uh,
0: and they were around pretty much from the, from the jump. Right. Right. So, um, like, Sack of Swamp make four mana? Four mana, yeah. Play my singer Vampire. <laughs> have it immediately s- Swords to Plowshares. Yeah, and then I'll tap my land and make a one-one and kill you with it. Yeah, like that was probably better at the time. At the time, yeah, it was way but better. Now, like, like the Lake of the Dead's a hundred bucks, right? And Kettle or Outpost is not. <laughs> um, no. So, but yeah, like a lot of the cards that like are synonymous with white have been like white since the beginning. It's really weird, yeah. Rather god, Swords the Plowshares, Sarah Angel, um I'm trying to think of like even the circle protections, even though they don't like see a lot of play, like right. but like if you look at like black, like the black analog to Sarah Angel is Singer Vampire and like you know, someone who's like eighteen is like furiously googling Sink your vampire, because they have no clue. <laughs> right, but like Sarah Angel still gets reprinted, still like hangs around mm-hmm. in Uncommon and does a thing. Like, we know yeah. Dark Ritual, but like you've got uh Thoughtseize. Thoughtseize like came out like 15 years into Magic.
1: Yeah, that's only because they don't reprint Hymn to Torak or Mind Twist anymore though.
0: Yeah, Mind Twist and Sinkhole, like maybe they were just too good. <laughs> But like like those alpha. Well, oh, I mean, Blackhead Hypnotic Specter too. Yeah, but like that's like that's not a good card anymore. Like I guess Ser no, Angel's it's not, not a good more. Ser Angel's not a good card anymore. But like there is yeah. still like those alpha cards that get played in white that are like, you know, we're not playing Wrath of God, we're playing Supreme Verdict. It's just like lightly upgraded Wrath of yeah. God, but it does like the exact same thing. Yeah. But yeah, like white, I feel like a lot of it's like classic cards have kind of like held out. Mm -hmm. Um and then we get um to exile things. Yeah, I
1: mean we mentioned this a little bit
0: ago when we talked about uh O rings and such. I think a like hallmark of white removal is it's typically pretty efficient, but has a downside. Yeah. So when they printed Swords of Plowshares in Alpha and Beta, uh, they valued life total way more than it should have been valued. So they right. were looking at like Swords of Plowshares being like, "Oh no, your opponent gains life," as like a real palpable, tangible downside.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we we know that is not the case. So Correct. then we have Path of Exile, where now your opponent gets a tap land, which is a real palpable. Terrible downside turns one, two, uh, and, uh, three, uh, it's really bad, but on like five, six, and seven, probably doesn't matter that much. And then you've got, uh, oh gosh, declaration stone and, uh, fateful absence that like let your opponent redraw the card. Mm -hmm. So that is, uh, at a cost, but yeah, they get to like redraw that card.
1: White also got in, was it modern horizons one or no modern horizons two. They got generous gift. Mm-hmm. You kill a creature, but, but you give them a three, three. Yeah. The,
0: uh, the white beast within. beast within. Yeah. But yeah, so they have like removal. That's like, and I'm kind of sorry. I'm doing this to you. Here's, yeah. here's a parting gift for your boy. That's getting uh, sent to the shadow <laughs> room. Yeah. Uh, I'm full of candy. And <laughs> you go away. Um, <laughs> So like, that's something that, like, White has a tendency to do. Yep. And then we've mentioned this a few times. The thing that White does poorly is card advantage. Yeah. And so if anyone's been paying attention to the last few years of Commander Discord, and how mm-hmm. could you not, because it's all you hear about, is... um wizards has been trying to address this through like um esper sentinel uh other like taxing things that draw cards oh god was was it mangara not mangara was it mangara the like three Mm -hmm. and a white guy that like drew you cards or they'll tie. I mean, They're
1: like taxed attacking, right? Yeah, you maybe. With two creatures. Yeah, maybe you'd you, like, draw a card or something.
0: Yeah. Or they'll have like, um, if you gain life, you can pay some mana and draw a card. Yeah. So or if like,
1: you have a small, cre- like Mentor of the Meek, mm-hmm. a small creature enter the battlefield. You can pay some mana, draw a card. Or a Welcoming Vampire. Mm hmm. Welcoming creature Vampire.
0: ETs, you get the draw card. Yeah, like limited to once per turn, but still yeah.
1: good.
0: Uh, but yeah, so all of those things kind of together, like I've been trying to address that, but it doesn't kind of hold up to the other colors.
1: Well, I mean, like everything has to have a weakness though, right? Oh, absolutely. Like you can't just have every color do everything. Otherwise you end up with green. Yeah. So like if white, you know, if they fix white's card advantage problem,
0: like then, what does white do poorly? Uh. Hmm. What was that again? I'm sorry. A students messaging me about uh, rec letters that I haven't written yet.
1: Uh oh. Yeah. Um. No, I see. Like every car, every color has to have a weakness. If Absolutely. If you don't have a if you don't have a weakness and you just get to do everything, then you're just green.
0: <laughs> Very true. Yeah. I'd say that white's other, perhaps less glaring weakness is, like, big creatures. Right? Like, most of, like, the powerful white creatures are small. Right? It's not, like, there's not a lot of... There's some banger angels. There are, but, like, if, like, compared to, like, like, again, our boy Green, right? There's not a lot of, like, six mana, six sixes. Right, they're typically right, but like, smaller specifically,
1: or... that's the thing that green is supposed to do. Like, the one thing that green is supposed to do well, though, is the big creatures.
0: Yeah, I guess that has been, like, lost over the years. But, like, I think yeah. white also perhaps has more, like, small front, big butt creatures. Yeah. Like, more defensive creatures. Not, not as good at attacking, yeah.
1: Yeah. Which, I, I guess, is, like, when you think about it, maybe that is, like, a better weakness of white. Because white's not... Unless you're, you know, on the hyper aggro white weenie plan, like white is not good at
0: closing games. No, it's it's very it's very. They don't they don't have those like, like. A Sarah Angel esque card, is yeah. kind of like, as big as it gets. Because like, what was Ly- Lyra's a five five? Yeah, Lyra was a five five. It's like that is kind of like, the the that kind of bane Slayer Angel Lyra like Come in yeah. gotta hang out For a turn please don't kill Me yeah like that Is kind of like the game closer For white mm-hmm. She's Like here's my here's my Lyra is it good Enough Um Doomblade Alright I have no way <laughs> to ever win This game now you yeah. have Doomblade I am dead Uh But yeah like somewhere in there It's definitely card advantage And then Kind of like secondarily, it's good at like making going wide, making a whole bunch of little things, but it doesn't mm-hmm. have as many like singular like threats. Right. Yeah. You've got I guess
1: like... the white doesn't get to ramp either. hmm.
0: Or it doesn't and, uh... get to ramp without like work. So, like, hey, you're are you on the draw and your opponent yeah. hit their third land? I guess you get to play Knight of the White Orchid and right. like get a get a land. Uh, or like you know, land tax was like card advantage for white. I get to put three planes in my hand. Yay! Yeah. I guess eventually my deck will be good if I do this <laughs> enough. Yeah, it's like, eh, not not really, not really the vibes. Just gonna find moment.
1: something to do with all those extra cards.
0: You guess, I guess, like I guess brainstorm. Yeah. Put them put back, them back try, in the deck. Try again. Trade them um, for
1: something else. Loot them away
0: anything else please be anything else yeah uh but yeah so so when you like so now that you kind of like understand what white does well and does poorly then that's when you like start looking at like a what are what do i need the colors that i pair with it to do right and we'll, we'll go through this we're an hour in so i feel like an hour on a color is probably good enough
1: yeah i think we're gonna call it here maybe maybe we'll try and get through two colors next week when we don't have a preamble
0: there but uh
1: yeah i think that's a a good place to have a show
0: yeah i mean or like we don't we get through one color because we have like 12 things on the soundboard and we're just losing our (laughs) mind the whole time (laughs) (laughs) that's true car noises boats just all kinds of stuff oh we definitely need a boat oh we need yeah we need we need like a better we need we don't need a foghorn we need like an air horn not not an air horn we need a foghorn that's what i meant yeah for like a boat yeah absolutely there we go so we'll have have to work on that for next week you guys get ready get ready we are gonna we're gonna figure i'm gonna watch this one minute youtube video and then (laughs) watch out world world. yeah so with all that i think we got a show
1: we have a show.
0: All right. So if you want to reach out to us and let us know how this went, let us know maybe what you would like to see us change or do differently about this. Uh, let us know. Cause uh, we've got pages and pages of other colors. So oh, yeah. And then
1: we get to do the pairs and then we get to do the shards and then we get to do the wedges. So yeah. If this is something you guys want to keep hearing about, let us know. If it's not, let us know that as well. Cause we this, can uh, we can
0: also break this up and like not do this for the next like three months. <laughs>
1: I can, think it's more than three months.
0: Every every uh, every it, so often. Oh yeah, ten well, color pairs.
1: Do, yeah, single colors, ten pairs, five wedges, five shards, that's twenty five episodes. Whew. That's six that's six months.
0: We just go through our like color phase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we could we could come back every so often to it if if this was something that was like helpful especially whoever asked that question like was this like helpful as like kind of a jumping off point for this i know we can't do all the color pairs but right so um yeah yeah
1: so hit us up let us know links to social media email facebook twitter blah 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 they're all in the description so use them and let us know what you think please Don't want to keep doing this if you guys don't enjoy it. So
0: yes. All right.
1: Uh if you guys want to support the show real quick before we sign off, there's two ways you can do it. The first is with our TCG player affiliate link. It's casualtryhard.com slash TCG. There has been a little confusion, people asking about our affiliate link. Uh make sure you use the one that I just said and the one that's in this description. Don't use one from an old episode. It doesn't work anymore. Uh we had to get a new uh domain and had to change our affiliate link because of that so it's casualtryhardcom slash tcg head on over there anything you purchase after following that link we will get a cut of to help keep the lights on around here in our respective studios if you want to support us more directly you can chip a couple bucks in at patreon.com slash casual mtg the tiers are there. They don't really mean anything. Everybody gets the same stuff. It's whatever you think we're worth. Pitch in whatever you think we're worth, and we would greatly appreciate it. Our patrons are awesome, and they help make all this stuff happen. So thank you very much. Um, in return, I give you access to our show notes. I'm even going to put this whole one up so you can look at all that I got here. Um, the downside of that is we'll probably be the same show notes for a couple weeks. Um, patrons also get access to our pre-show where it's kind of just raw uncut us making sure our equipment works which we had some issues with this morning or this this morning yeah wow it's time for me to go to bed uh this evening um also just kind of us catching up talking about personal lives the show magic video games movies whatever um patrons also get put on a mailing list for when i have some swag to send out to you guys which should be going out very soon So if you're interested in some swag and you appreciate the work we do and want to chip in, head on over to patreon.com slash mtg, sign up, chip a couple bucks in, and uh, I'll get some swag sent out to you. It'll probably be going out, like, over the weekend or really early next week. So get in now if you want to be included.
0: All right. So with that, we'll catch you on the internets.
1: We'll catch you on the internets.